Hello and welcome back to The Daily Brew, the devotional where every day we normally try a new brew and we see what God is brewing for us in the Bible. Yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. We are covering off a Bible in a year and we are so excited you've joined us today. Unfortunately, we don't have Harry and the reason you're stuck with me for the next wee bit of time is that Harry has lost his voice. And so we thought you, we could give you a croaky McCroak or we could get Annalise on the, the job. And so we decided to put Annalise on the job, um, but it is still Harry's devotionals that he has written. So this I'm actually doing today, reading from Harry's notes. We'll see how we go. It's gonna be a bit of fun. Unfortunately, because I'm not drinking coffee at the moment, there won't be any coffee while it's not tea week, uh, but we'll see how we go with the Bible. And today's Bible readings are in the descriptions on whatever platform you're listening to. But we're going to be reading Psalm 121, verses 1 to 8, Hebrews 9, verses 16 to 28, and Ezekiel 17, verse 1 to 18, verse 32. There are so many places to look for help or solutions in our lives. Nikki Gumbel says this, and it's really good. Regret looks back. Fear looks around. Worry looks in. Faith looks up. Harry says, I love the psalm, <laughs> and I do as well. It's one of the faves that are being encouraged that encourages us to look to the hills. In the original text, A-N-E, I don't know what that means. It was believed that gods lived on the mountains. Or, well, this is probably back in the day is what he means. A-N-E. It was believed that the gods lived on the mountains. So to get close to God, all you had to do was climb a mountain. The elevated status of the mountain gave the visual statement of God's elevation and grandeur. When we look up to see the Lord, when we see the Lord, we find our help, strength, and protection. This psalm has been a great comfort in seasons and trials, or even just seasons of turbulence when things don't always make sense. I get to choose. Will I look back in regret, look around in fear, look inward and worry, or look up in faith? and cling to God. One of the biggest questions of our faith is why was the death of Jesus necessary for our faith? In our passage in Hebrews today, we see that it's a combination of will and covenant. In fact, in the Greek, the same word is used for both will and covenant. Covenants don't take place without, sorry, yeah, covenants don't take place without death taking place. The death leads to inheritance. Look at verse 18. The first covenant was not put into effect without blood. And then in 19 to 22, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. Coming into agreement with Jesus and joining in the covenant of salvation, this new agreement with God means that something needs to die. Sorry, I've got a bubble in my throat. And I'm reading Harry's um, notes for the first time. So you're doing well to bear with me. We die to ourselves as we plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves to ensure that we live in this new covenant of grace. There is no further sacrifice that is required for us. In verse 23, we see that there is no further need for sacrifice. Jesus, when he said it is finished, means this. There is no further need for sacrifice. In him, it is done. When Harry says sacrifice, he's meaning like a sacrifice of life, a sacrifice of blood. Yes, actually, sometimes when we submit to God's leadership, we do have to sacrifice some things. But in terms of giving a sacrifice, you know, giving a ram, giving a, giving a dove for the sacrifice, it is finished. That is done. That's what Jesus did on the cross because he is the perfect sacrifice for our lives. 
That's why it's significant what he did for us on the cross. And finally today in Ezekiel, we read about two types of shoots, two types of vines and two types of kingdoms. There is a kingdom of this world. It's man-made, it's very strong, uses all the best resources, looks like it's flourishing, but ultimately it will die and be completely useless. There are lots of things that we cling to here on earth that will ultimately die and be useless. Our pursuit of the natural, man-made things does not prove themselves worthy of our time, effort, energy, and it's better just to cut them off and be finished with them. But then there is not her kingdom. I don't know what that means. We are not of that kingdom, the kingdom of earth. We are of the kingdom of heaven. I think that's what he's saying. The kingdom of God, which starts small, fights against the odds, flourishes, and will bear permanent fruit. In our lives, we partner and align ourselves with one or the other kingdom, never both at once. Oh, that's good. In our lives, we partner and align ourselves with one or the other kingdom, the kingdom of the world or the kingdom of God, never both at once. Which kingdom do you serve? I know which one I want to. Three, two, All right, one. it's time for verse of the day. Ezekiel 18 verse 32 says, For I take no pleasure in the death of anyone declares the Sovereign Lord. Repent and live. Some people ask how a loving God could be so for sending people to hell. It's right here. God doesn't take pleasure in it. He gives us free will to repent and turn back to God. It's because we don't take up that free gift that we end up getting separated from God, both here on earth and then in heaven. It's 100% our choice, our free will. God doesn't send anyone there. We choose where we will go, and it brings God no pleasure in seeing the death of any person, both physically and spiritually. All right, that's it for the verse of the day, and that's it for the daily brew. God was brewing some goodness in the Bible. Unfortunately, we weren't brewing anything. You will have me back here tomorrow. I hope Harry gets better soon, but until then, we hope you have a wonderful day, a very good sleep if it's bedtime for you, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for day 314 of the Daily Brew.